Branton and I have been growing amazingly these past couple of seasons. Um, and as we continue this growth process, we are thankful and appreciate you being on this journey with us. Join in on our new season. Um, and we are just thankful and we're praying that God blesses you the way that he's blessed us. Enjoy. <clears throat> we loat because Jesus is the what? First of all, time out. Like, we just going to come in out the gate saying, like, voices. Like, it sounds like you was ready to just dive into something. So if you got <laughs> something prepared, brother, go ahead. Like, what's on your chest? <laughs> Speak your mind, brother. <laughs> you out the gate. That kind of sounds like a beat. Like, we could turn to that. <laughs> it does. Hey, watch you I do know, it again. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm sing to it. Ready? One, two. And I, uh, yeah. hey, hey. All right. <laughs> I going to keep it going. Yo, tune in for the next episode. Listen, we keep all joking about it, but at some point, we got to have, like, not even an episode, like a little, like, excerpt of some kind, but we just, like, say random stuff. We just it's start saying it. It's going to stay a joke. It is going to remain to be a joke. <laughs> and I think once the audience hears what we want to do, like, the actual, you know, product, they're going to be like, Another plane. Boy, ain't no way. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that ever again. Which, what y'all just did, don't ever post that. <laughs> See, on that note, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak. Man, we are we're we're here, in man. season three. Season we're three. here. It has been a blessing so far. Every season has been a blessing. But, um, man, I already said blessings so many times, but that's the... That's the title of this season, Blessings from God. That's the theme. You know? And you know, it's crazy. Like, accepting and acknowledging those blessings. I feel like, you know, this season has just been, you know, just one of our, our harder, like, you know, seasons. Or rather, let me not say harder. Um, it's been a more complex season, just trying to figure mm-hmm. out all the moving parts. You know, from like a logistical standpoint, you know. And like, I do want to, you know, just say out the gate, like, I'm so appreciative for all the work that you do. Because, like, it wasn't until I had to do all the logistical stuff, like, this season that, like, like I was able to wrap my head around. Like, usually I just come in and be like, all right, cool, let's record. Da, 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 let's make it work. But now, like, I see all the work that you're doing. I'm like, God is good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's why we a team. You know what I'm saying? That's hey, why man. we are a team. Hey, man. It's, it's not hey. easy. Doing a podcast, man, but listen. It really is now. But but now we know the full workload, you know? Yeah, for sure, you know? And, like, I don't, like, you know, regret having to step step up and do that role, but it just makes me more appreciative for what you do and everything that you do behind the scenes, you know? So. Yeah. um, Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. So, yeah, I mean, like like we said before, we're in season three. Um, We already have a new guest with us today. And I mean, guys, I promise you today when we when we ask her about her favorite song, like I feel like I know this one. Okay, I, I think I think I, I have a good feeling. Okay, there's something in me in my spirit. I'm like, I think I can sing this one. Okay, so guess <laughs> you could tell us your name, what you're doing right now, and your favorite song at the moment. That'd be awesome. Hi, um, I'm Sienna D. Gross. I'm a junior at Catholic University. I'm on the women's basketball team. I'm okay. um, majoring in psychology and minoring in secondary education. 
And my favorite song currently is Promises by Maverick City. Okay. See, listen, listen. The Lord, the Lord. Hey, come on. Come on. <clears throat> All right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before you start singing, everybody, get a little closer to your microphone because you're going to hear this. All right, Renta, <clears throat> on your coup, brother. Great is your faithfulness. To me. me, hey, great is your, your faithfulness, faithfulness to me. me. From the, the rising sun to the setting, I will praise your name. Come on, brother. Great, great is your faithfulness to me. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Wow, that was phenomenal, Brenton. <laughs> Sienna, thank you so much for giving me a song I can actually sing. <laughs> I got you, I got you. <laughs> Listen, I think the worst time was with Josh when he asked, when he, uh, it was like a rock song. I definitely butchered it. That, that, <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> it was a metal song. I was over there like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I mean, Sienna, thank you so much for coming on. You know, uh, we served with Sienna um, at FCA camp this past year, and it was such a blessing to just get to know her and um, network in that way. So we're happy to have you, and we're excited to kind of dive into blessings from God in this title with you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so just a little intro, you know, we love throwing these little intros, you know, just to remind, you know, ourselves, right? but then also our listeners as well, just what was the, you know, the motivation for this um, episode? And really it's that at the heart of every blessing is God, right? If we fail to recognize that, you know, at the heart of that blessing, God is, you know, at that center, then that blessing could be as easily taken away as it was given to us, right? Because just like grace, we did absolutely nothing to receive it, but yet we still got it. Right. And that's what we say by his grace. So, you know, now we just need to continue to keep God at the center and we got to continue to glorify and talk about what he's doing, how he keeps blessing us in order to show grace uh, and thankfulness to his work. Mm. Yeah, that's so, a, that's the intro. Like, that's, that's the, the kind of kind of dive into every episode. Yeah. So. So I'm gonna come in swinging okay. a thousand. <laughs> I, you know, I'm gonna come in swinging a thousand, right? Batting a thousand, as you know, Simeon would say. Um, so we were talking right before the episode, and you told me how you have a concussion, right? Let's uh, let's talk more about that. You know, how you got the concussion. You know, how all of that happened, and just that. I mean, you said you were a basketball player. You know, how that's affecting you right now playing basketball? Yeah. Um, so I got my concussion back in August um, while I was working at a summer camp. I got hit in the head by one of my campers. Um, and it was definitely rough in the beginning. Um, I basically couldn't go the day without sleeping or um constant headaches and migraines which is completely unusual for me and first like school-wise um I felt like I was back in middle school I had to write everything out by hand like couldn't use a computer or screen 
And for basketball, it was completely up in the air. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to play or if I'd be back in time. And it was definitely hard and still is. I'm still technically concussed, unfortunately. Um, But through it, it's definitely been a little bit of a blessing, so to speak. Um, I've been able to get closer with some of my teammates that I never would have thought I would have been friends with. And as you were saying, Katie, like earlier, like being able to play basketball is a blessing and it can be easily taken away. And that's what this has kind of taught me. Like I took it for granted being able to play and not being able to. It's definitely like it's a setback. Um, And I have a greater appreciation for the little things such as playing basketball. So I think I'm definitely working towards being the best version of myself and making sure that whatever I do on and off the court, I'm glorifying God. Well, so I I think what I'm hearing is like this whole time, you know, with you being concussed, I think you've been able to look at the small moments in your life and kind of really see them as blessings. I'm sure you already were like, oh man, it's so cool. I get to play basketball and do all these other things. But now you're like, wow, like, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I really get to do this. It's it's like everything is amplified now. So that's really mm-hmm. cool. You know, you talked about it being a setback. Um, before I even just give any feedback, what, uh, how have you seen this to be, you know, a setback for you? And I guess, I'm going to start real quick. I guess I want to say, you know, just how have you seen that setback become, you know, a blessing in disguise for you? Mm-hmm. Um. A step back more so, so my freshman and soft, freshman year, it was more of a COVID year, so we didn't really have a season. Um, sophomore year, I had a couple of injuries already with my groin, so I was out for most of the season. So when I came in, like, junior year, I was, like, ready to swing, like, this is going to be my time, this is going to be it. Um, and then the concussion happened, and I thought I was getting better, and then it just, my, it went downhill. Um, so... It, it it's it's challenging, but I've been able to, so to speak, like focus more on myself. One of the things that I struggle with is um, self-motivation. Mm-hmm. So literally because I cannot practice with my team, um, it's definitely pushed me to make sure that I hold myself more accountable, which is something that I really need, especially during the summer. I mean, all I want to do is like lay back, chill, but that's the grind time. Like that's when you start to prepare. So practicing that now during the school year when I'm absolutely swamped will just make it even more easier when summertime comes around. So let's talk about that, right? You know, you talked about just being swamped, right? I know based off our previous conversation, you have (laughs) a list of responsibilities and tasks that, you know, are – the end of the girls, right? <laughs> what is what is that like? You know, not only are you student athlete, right? Not only are you um, a psychology and second education uh, minor, right? But you have all these other tasks, like best buddy, that you need to like, you know, make sure it's handled, right? How are you, I guess, able to manage all of that? And you know, what what works for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see. I do a lot of best buddies. I work during my spare time. I'm a part of a service site. Um, I'm also a leader for a service site as well. Um, Bethlehem House, 
And mm-hmm. I'm also a part of an intervention group um, on campus called Peers. Um, so it's it's definitely, it has its ups and downs, balancing a lot of things. And when I think of balancing, you have your moments of like being shaky and wobbly and like you end up like getting back to center. And then sometimes you just fall over. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I really just try and focus on getting back up and making sure I continue to practice staying centered and focused. But most of the time, lots and lots of planning, um, reminders, and mm-hmm. alarm clocks, just so I don't forget anything because I can be very forgetful. So, yeah, mm, that's really good. And I can relate to that a lot, Sienna. I uh, also have a lot going on, and I, I fully understand that in terms of planning but something I struggle with and I don't know if any of our listeners struggle with it but sometimes it's I think planning is good and I think it's cool you talked about like how you have moments where you know everything's kind of balanced and then sometimes it's unbalanced and it's kind of a fluctuation but when you have those kind of plans that you make how do you kind of bring God into those plans so then you know if they don't go the way that you planned you can still have the right mindset through it yeah um I'm very big on one of my things that I struggle with is OCD being perfect Mm. and everything. When, so when something gets out of line, it's very frustrating for me. Um, But more so recently I've been practicing surrendering um, Mm. because I'm very big on control. And when things don't go my way, it, it, it's problematic. So taking that moment to recenter myself and just pray and, asking the Lord for the strength and whatever his will is, let it be done and giving it up to him because in the end, like he already has a plan for me. So Mm. it's going to happen either way. I think, Mm. I think the biggest task, the biggest demanding task in surrendering is, you know, recognizing that within surrendering, you know, a lot more control is gained in that process. Right. But Hindsight 2020, of course, right? Because we fail to recognize that while we're in that time and moment. My senior year, you know, I was dealing with uh, two hamstring injuries and a patella tendonitis all year, you know. And I just picked up two more events, which was the 100 and the 200. My hamstrings are kind of important as a track athlete, you know. Um, you kind of, t- you know. Just a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, on top of that, you know, shout out to my school. I love it, you know, and all, but we don't really have the best funding. So we don't really have, you know, people taking care of athletes, right? So just everything is like, okay, what am I going to do, right? Which didn't really set up the best premise to me having to surrender. Right? And I remember having to sit out and I was really stubborn, like the first, like the first, like three weeks. Um, and that came around and it just said, yeah. The stubbornness ain't going to do you right. Because I ended up having to take, like, I think it was, like, five months off, you know, for no track. And I was devastated, right? But one of the things God wanted to teach me was, like, yo, you need to slow down. And you need to give up all the control that you think you have. Because I guarantee you all that control that you think you have is only because I gave it to you and I allowed you to have it. Mm. You know? And, like, the greater question is that within all of that, you know, what are you learning, right? So my question for you, right, within having to surrender and within having to, you know, give up the control that you, so to speak, have or want to have, right, what is God teaching you in replacement of that? I would say 
this year has really been about patience, um, whether mm. it's with my concussion or school or friends, it's solely about patience. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm taking away while surrendering is giving it up and just waiting and letting allow, mm. letting things happen as they will instead of trying to force things um, upon myself. That's really good. Hmm. I like how you almost kind of said it's like a, uh, it's like a process to it. Like you have to surrender and you need to have patience and, and give it up, you know, because like, yeah, if you surrender it, that doesn't mean like, all right, you know, as soon as I say, God, you know, I'm going to give, you know, this specific plan to you. And then you wait, it's like, well, God, Hey, kind of need to make a decision. You know, I need you to, you know, like there's a, there's an aspect of patience and you need to kind of wait and see what his will is. And then I think, through that, that's when you fully realize to give it up because in the end, you really have no control over it. But all we can do is kind of walk in faith. That's really good. Yeah. I heard this thing the other day, um, and I just keep referencing to it. Uh, it was explaining the concept of prayer um, and how mm. the Hebrew translation doesn't actually have a English word to word translation. But um, and I could be wrong. You know, I didn't really do any research in this, but I'm going to say it anyway, unapologetically for that matter, because we love, you know, inciting war. Anyway, I got my black forces. Don't mind me. Um, <laughs> It was saying that uh, it was saying that um, prayer is going up to God and, you know, asking to see if what you want to do, what's on your mind, what's in your heart. It's in, it's in accordance to his will. Right. So mm-hmm. if I want to write be a millionaire, right? And I say, God, I want to be blazing rich, right? And I pray to him about it, right? I'm either going to feel content within that prayer or I'm going to be convicted with that prayer, right? And my interpretation behind that, you know, is that one of them, you know, feeling contentness and peace behind it is like, okay, this must be part of God's will, right? Let's see how we go and take steps moving forward to make that happen, right? And along the way, if things change and things, you know, and, and God's plans for your life change, he's going to put another, you know, set emotion in place. Whatever that drive that you had for money, so to speak, was he's going to transform it into something else, right? Everything happens for the greater glory of the Lord, right? Or if you feel convicted, you're going to, like, it's going to eat at you. And like, if, you know, your heart pressure is in the right place, right? That conviction, you know, needs to be if it's not enough right it needs to be a huge bearing that you know helps you consider not making that decision moving forward and figuring out something else that god has in play for you you know so i just think that that's eye-opening and um as as we switch um as we switch um subjects for a little bit you know um i i want to talk about just your upbringing and, you know, just some of the people that you had in your life, you know, have you motivated to be, you know, like you said, uh, uh, a psychologist, right? And then the, uh, mm-hmm. a second level degree education. Second edu- secondary education. Goodness yeah. gracious. God bless my soul. <laughs> Thank you. <for> that. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, I just, you, <laughs> I appreciate you, brother. This is the type of support I need in my life, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> Makes me tear up a little bit. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Haven't cried in seven years. This is the time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Disregard all of that, Sienna. Uh, <laughs> who are some of the people that, you know, have just inspired you to be the awesome young woman of God that you are right now and, you know, just have you on the path that you are right now? Yeah. Um, so for sure, my parents and my grandparents, I was born and raised Catholic. So always in the church, went to CCD, um, got confirmed. And then as I like grew up and went off to high school and now college, um, there was a sort of independence and it was more so like my job to do so. Um, and it was definitely different. I Most of the time I found myself kind of like going through the motions. Um, and this year, I think I'm really like starting, actually starting last year when I went to FCA with you guys um, is when mm-hmm. I started to have a greater understanding for my faith. Mm-hmm. Um and just practicing in it in a different way. Um, and I would say my biggest inspiration is probably my Nana. Um, and of course my parents, but my Nana has been through a lot, whether it's health wise or just living her life. She's 80, 80 years old. So she's seen a lot um, and been through a lot and more so she's battled six different kinds of cancer and has overcome all of them. And through it all, she still remained faithful. Um, Her faith never wavered. And she continued to pray to God, which is something that I admire because sometimes like when things happen in my life, like the concussion, like I was so angry. I was like, why? Like, why did this have to happen? And she never questioned it. She continued to remain faithful. And I think that's Mm -hmm. something that I really admire. Um, And my parents have also really taught me to give back to others. So Mm -hmm. service has also been a huge part of my life. Um, I, while I was in high school, I went on service trips, um, a service trip to inner city Philly um, in an area where like the kids, they would have like the ice cream truck and they would go out and buy drugs from the ice cream truck for their parents. So definitely like a bad area. And Mm -hmm. one of the things this, that most of the kids struggled with was um, mental health issues, but obviously they don't have the resources or funding to um, kind of get help. So I figured that would be a perfect way to give back and serve others is to help those who can't really help themselves um, and to make sure that they get the proper help that they need. Mm. So I think that's been, it's been a, it's been a journey. So that's why I kind of to answer your other half of the question got into um, psychology. And as for the secondary ed, I had, um, so I have ADHD and anxiety and dyslexia. So in high school, I was in a program where I was really supported by some great teachers and they helped me, um, with my learning differences. So I also want to be able to work with kids in a school setting, um, possibly, uh, to try and be the person that my teachers were for me. Mm. Wow, that's so good. Uh, my notes are full. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things I want to say, but I'm gonna try to... <laughs> but lay it on us, brother. I would try to try to see if we can take it back to the top and work through uh, each of them. First off, I just want to say I really appreciate you sharing those people that you feel like have inspired you. Nana, who's like 80 years, I mean, her like remaining faithful through that whole concussion process. I mean, 
I think not only that shows how much she's been through, but also just how strong her faith is, you know? So it's really cool. You have someone that inspires you in that way. And then your parents encouraging you regarding service trips and stuff like that. Like that is, that's awesome. Um, there was something you had said before regarding your faith. And um, I think you said uh, becoming more dependent and things like that. You had said that there was a time where you felt like you were kind of going through the motions. Um there was a podcast I was listening to at one point that was talking about um, the difference between motion and action. And I guess even tying another point back that we said before regarding planning, how do you think in your faith you've been able to differentiate between motion and action? And I guess to d- define the two, motion in this sense is like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to make this plan. I'm going to read the word. I'm going to spend time with God, da, da, da. Here's my goals and passions in life plan. Action is like, okay, well, we actually need to <laughs> kind of move to that. So do you think you've been able to separate the two or do you think it's been, you know, you've kind of fallen in uh, either way? Um, I definitely say I've been able to separate the two. Um, motion for me was just kind of like going to mass because like it's something that I always had to do, not because it was something that I wanted to do. And I think mm. that in a point, I've gotten to the point in my life where it's something that I want to do. Like I want to go to mass and I want to read the Bible and I want to listen to Christian music. Um, yeah. And I think that one thing that I've been working on more recently to put those things into action is I've actually joined, we're trying to start an FCA um, Bible study here on campus um, with another. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, (laughs) And I've also been able to do another individual Bible study with a friend of mine um, and also just. I think they we talked about it um, at the camp, not just like reading, but also like listening to Christian music. So literally I'm walking around campus, like listening to Maverick City or Mm. um, some other Christian artists just constantly. Um, having either the word on my heart or in my mind. Um, And as you had mentioned before, like my favorite song is Promises. Um, And one of the, one of the, my favorite lyrics in the song is I'm still blessed um, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of my trials. So that's kind of Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've been really focusing on and praying, like even through the concussion, um, I'm still finding various blessings um, in my life, which I'm extremely grateful for. Yes. Mm. Can I just point out something real quick? You know, yeah. so being that that's your favorite verse, right? Just you just take a look back at your track history, right? Freshman year was something, right? COVID, right? Yeah. Sophomore year was a groin injury, right? This year was a concussion, right? But you know what I see in all of that, right? I see, you know, just continuous trials that you ought to be faithful to. Right. And that, you know what? Mm. Yeah, this is a time period and it absolutely sucks. Nothing about this in my heart says, you know what? I'm going to be back in that place. However, you're able to see the light and day within all of that. Right. And that's why God's grace and God's favor over your life. Right. Just like your Nana. Right? You said she battled six different types of cancers. First of all, shout out to God for that because yeah, wow. that is amazing <laughs> right and shout out to Na- to your nana for you know just being able to practice perseverance the all of that time period in order to fight through six different types of cancers 
right? Because if it's one thing that I could say is synonymous between you and your Nana is that you guys, you both, while she is, you know, a lot further in her life, right? You guys will continue to go through these battles, right? But within all of that, will demand and require perseverance and faithful uh, faith, faith within God that, you know what? It's not my favorite time right now. Um, it doesn't feel like it. It hasn't felt like it in a minute. But I know for sure that he's going to pull me through, right? And that's what's going to, you know, do that action into wanting to listen to worship music or, you know, listen to Christian rappers, right? Being a word, right? Uh, engaging others with the word, you know, starting the FCA on school, right? Because like we're doing right now, living out a testimony, right? All of that is just being able to say, hey, like, this is what God's doing in my life. Really, that's what it is for her. Like, you know, making disciples out of other people. It's just sharing what God has been doing in your life, right? And praying and hoping that you do it with, the, with enough love that somebody else recognizes it. You know, maybe not at that time, but somewhere down the line, they recognize, hey, you know, it's something Sienna said. <laughs> they want to give my mm. life to Christ, you know? And just like, yeah. boom, another disciple, mm. angels are turning up because, you know, another soul has been saved you know yes hmm. that's so good hmm. and I, I feel like from what we've talked about so far sienna i feel like the overarching theme has been like perseverance uh i think even like that that lyric that you had just said you know like i'll still bless you like just that even that first part i'll still bless you like in the middle of my storm in the middle of my trial that is I mean, in the middle of my concussion, <laughs> you know, yeah. in the midst of my ADHD, dyslexia, exactly. Like, like, I'll still bless you. I'll continue. And I think that's almost the the true action, you know, behind these blessings from God is like, I will continue to see things and, and uh, reframe my mind and know that these are blessings. You know, I'm going to continue to to bless you in the midst of whatever I go through. And I think it almost makes me look back at uh, what is it Romans twelve two, where it says, "Don't conform to this patterns to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds." When we renew our minds in Christ, I mean, I think that's where we get that kind of. Uh, I guess other people say like, "Oh, like you're crazy for that. Like you're going through all these trials, and it's like I'll still bless you, God. I'm gonna continue to raise my hands. You know, even with tears in my eyes, I'll continue to bless you." Let, let, let's be real now, right? Let, let's be real. It ain't the easiest thing to do when you're going through stuff. Cause I know God forgive me, but you know, when I be going through some stuff, like you said, like, you know, when you got that concussion, like you was angry at first, right? When I had my hamstring injury, I was like, I was mad. But then at the same time, I was like, all right, cool. How am I going to do what I can do to be in the best position standing? Right. Yeah. And like, it's like in those moments, sometimes just, you know, the initial moment is God is out the picture. Or maybe not out of the picture, but he's not at the forefront. He's in the back burner, right? And, like, sometimes with these, you know, continuous, like, battles and just, you know, seasons and, you know, rainy days, what they teach is that, hey, like, as soon as it starts raining, shoot, before it starts raining, before you even see the clouds, while the sun is still up, to put him at the forefront of your mind. Because it's a lot easier to praise God when everything is going great. But once, you know, it starts to drizzle... Oh, man, here we go again. <laughs> you know, so yes. be real. Like, it, it is a lot harder sometimes, you know. But 
that's, you know, that's where the faith comes from. And that's, you know, the adversity, right? That's to be anticipated, right? Any great, any athlete, you know, any person that's been through adversity, not just athletes, know that, you know, it's not easy to want to do the right thing in the midst of it, right? But that's where, you know, that character comes in place. That's where our character is tested. Yeah. And, you know, Sienna, I think as we kind of close, do you, hmm, I don't even want to close because I feel like there's so much that we talked about and so much we could continue to talk about. Um, if you could, I always try to give our guests this, if you could try to give us a, a one-liner <laughs> of kind of what everything we've talked about so far and, you know, blessings from God, perseverance, motion, action, all of that. What do you think you would want to leave our listeners with? Um, one thing that I've learned um, in a philosophy class that I took um, at Catholic was that, bad thing god allows bad things to happen to let the good shine through so even though you may be going through some hard times there's going to be that light you're going to see it no matter what just remain faithful and optimistic and you'll get through it mm. wow so sake that's at a point goodness <laughs> we <laughs> that was awesome that was so good. So, yeah, y'all, thank you so much for listening to us on the episode today. Stay tuned for the next one. And y'all already know how it is. We load. Because Jesus is a goat. Talk to me. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> hey, family. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, we hope you enjoyed it. If you've been around for a while, welcome back. Living Out a Testimony has been a passion project for Katisa and I. And we are amazed with how God has used this podcast to touch so many people's lives. If you like our content, feel free to follow us on Instagram at The Lope Podcast and click the link in our bio to stay updated on our content. Our intro music was produced by GMK and our outro music was produced by Jason the Scientist. Special thanks to God and The Lope team for making the podcast what it is today. All right, that's all for now. Until next time. Peace. <laughs>